So on the line, we have Sarah Westwood. From You guys know her from, from Diva Magazine, and she is joining us for a drink and a chat. So hello, Sarah. Hello. How are you? Okay. So what are you drinking? Uh, just finished a cup of tea, actually. Uh, oh, how standard of you. <laughs> I know. It was dreadful, isn't it? But it, was, it wasn't particularly exciting. I've left a bit at the bottom. Oh, very, very good. So you'll be slugging that throughout the interview. Yeah. Okay, the backwash. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't do backwash. I always leave possibly like an inch at the bottom of everything. Oh, excellent. Very, yeah. very... My mother has that habit too. We just really? noticed it on this last trip that she leaves a little. I love that. Oh, I do. In everything. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I will um, be drinking uh, cold coffee. Oh. <laughs> We're on a roll here this morning. Um, so, anyways, you uh, are known as the rubbish lesbian in Diva Magazine. Yeah. You've got a really successful column that I thoroughly enjoy. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I, you know I love it. I'm always, like, retweeting it, and I love it. No, you're really sweet to do that. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Not a problem. So, when did it dawn on you? Well, I should really, uh, I guess, maybe do a little translation for our American listeners. Rubbish basically means garbage. Yes, yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. How would it translate? garbage lesbian doesn't sound quite as good does it um yeah sorry you were asking me a question yeah so like when when did it dawn on you that you were this uh like garbage lesbian that you were just a rubbish Um, well well I think I've always probably been a rubbish garbage lesbian um and then (laughs) my friends I sort of came I came out uh quite late in my 20s and 30 early 30s I guess it went on for a number of years so um and I went out with my friends and they kind of really embraced it they were quite happy for me to be you know, a lesbian and they'd, they'd take me to all bar one which I tried to think what would be the equivalent in the states just just a kind of like a chain chain kind of pub restaurant I guess and then they would say what do you think of her what do you think of her what do you think the point in all these women and I'd just be like oh just like couldn't even think about it and they go god you're such a rubbish lesbian they like they wanted me to be like oh she's hot or you know and I, I wasn't like that at all I was all I just didn't embrace it yeah and, it's um, true like I find so some... yeah that, that, so then they started calling me the rubbish lesbian and then it became a bit of a joke you know if I couldn't do DIY they'd say god you're a really rubbish lesbian or if I you know I wasn't sort of knitting my own yogurt or making vegan pies all the time and things like that I think it's it's just uh you know the, the stereotype is is the prevailing stereotype is still there and so if you're not conforming to that then you're a rubbish lesbian it's so true. It's yeah. so true. It's like, sometimes like I, um, like I found that I was my I was my best lesbian when I was <laughs> I out, like when I was out with my ex husband because you could you could do that you know yeah. you could elbow him and be like did you see did you see that rack you know and he would appreciate it but then when you're with like you know I'd be out with a straight friend a straight like girl friend. And, you know, and kind of make the big eyes towards something, you know, somebody would walk by and I would make the wiggly eyebrows thing and elbow her. And she'd be like, do you think I'm someone else? Like, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it makes me cringe all over again thinking about it. I'm I'm useless. I'm getting better. um, But I'm still useless. In fact, now I'm quite good at, I'm quite good at that with my lesbian friends, which is a real move on for me. (laughs) Getting there. That's funny, but did so? Did you find that you became maybe um, um, a, a better lesbian once you <laughs> once you got into a relationship, and then you didn't have to worry about it as much? No, no, no not at all. I, I, um, I think it almost. I don't know if it's no. Um, <laughs> it's a simple answer. I think I. Uh, we, I still. I didn't 
have any lesbian friends and most of the way through my first relationship so I think there was just the two of us and we were kind of muddling through a lot of things together you know getting mistaken for sisters when we went out things that you just you know I dated guys in the past things that you just don't expect you know right. you know, that people would look at you or that you would yeah be mistaken for sisters all that sort of stuff and so no we I think we were both equally bad and so we didn't really um we didn't really encourage each other that way I think it's just since doing the column I think and actually writing down these things and laughing at them and just gradually people saying oh my god I'm I do that I'm like that and even people who you would think you know would never have a rubbish lesbian moment do and so you start to get a bit more confidence about it I think yeah I do I I uh I think um when we we, we just bought a house and I realized oh. that you know, and I've owned homes in the past. You know, I had my own yeah. condo in Florida, but I was kind of on my own. So I, it didn't phase me to. Yeah, no, exactly. To, to I do, know what you mean. Yeah, like I, I would, I didn't have a problem driving a nail into the wall with the heel of my boot when I was alone. But yeah. um, in front of my wife, I'm like, oh, geez, like, you know, do, do we do we have a hammer? Uh, <laughs> or, or maybe we should measure yeah, this. I, know. So. I mean, when, when, when um, my ex and I bought our house, um, you know, the neighbours thought we were friends buying a house together. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Nuts. I mean, but they were in their sort of late, you know, late seventies or whatever. And then um, the we were we were getting one of the we were getting some work done on the house, and uh, we created like a bigger bedroom and a smaller second bedroom. And the guy was like, "No, no, no, the builder. No, you 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 you're only going to fight over it." You're just going to fight over who's got the biggest bedroom. It's like, no, we're not. We're, we're really not. And he kept on and on and on. So he had to say, actually, we're going to be sharing that bedroom. And the other one is a guest bedroom. And it was just like silence. You know, it's that sort of thing that you just don't, you wouldn't encounter that. Yeah, know? it's true. Like You're not prepared for it. But I love that you've you've kind of always gone along documenting, you know, these, these kinds of things and just brought a certain amount of humor as opposed to the horror you know, I that, think that's really important, though. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important to to keep to to see it positively because a lot of the time, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's it's obviously there, and it's assumptions that people make, right. um, and in a sense, it is a sort of discrimination or whatever. But it, it's 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 just as soon as you mention it, that you know, my 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 experience is that once it's out there, they're fine with it. Exactly. It's just the sort of awkwardness around it, and the more confident you are, the more confident everybody else is, and it all kind of, you know, actually is fine. So I think it is important to be positive about it, and not and not sort of call people out and you know address it in a really sort of aggressive way. I right. think you know we need to sort of laugh about it with it's, other people. Yeah, I think I think um, I just interviewed a, um, a a a pretty pretty big celebrity. Um, for for She Magazine, and we had talked a little bit about um, um, like shows that were groundbreaking for yeah. gays and lesbians, you know, like Ellen and yeah. Will, Will and Grace, and uh, and they had pointed out that there was something about those groundbreaking shows where the characters themselves could kind of pick on one another, and that would really take it away from the haters because they had already done it. They had yeah. already pointed out the flaw and made fun of it in a, in a humorous kind of way that was a little more gentle, you know, than screaming dyke or fag or, yeah. you know, um, but that was kind of um, behind, behind that. Uh, the mentality was if we can, if we can show ourselves have, you know, being able to laugh at ourselves, um, then others m might join along and not do it in such a vicious manner. Absolutely. I 
I think it's really important, you know, and that's part of some of the thing that I, I tried to, well, I do not try to do, it's not conscious, but um, is to sort of gently poke fun at that stereotype, you know, and, and, and just have a laugh at it. I mean, but I, I think you're absolutely right. Like the whole, you know, what I really identified with the Ellen show and the whole, when Ellen was coming out, was that how she did it. It was just, it was just so, um, you know, human. And it was so, she was so sort of like um, vulnerable about it and not, and, and a bit nervous about it and would say the wrong thing. It was quite awkward. And her whole persona was something that I completely identified with. I, I think there isn't that, you know, there, it's when you're, I, I don't think there's anybody that's so confident in it at first that they could be really like, yep, this is who I am and this, you know, everybody better love it. It's, it's, it's a gradual process of, of coming to terms with it yourself and, you know, all the little things every day that, that sort of show people that you're different or show yourself to be different. You know, you all the time I go to meetings and people assume I'm straight. And then you get this awful moment where you think, do I, do I tell them now or... And, and it feels like in the first five minutes of telling somebody that you're a lesbian is just like punching them in the face with it. But then yeah. if you don't tell them, you know, they assume you've got a boyfriend and half an hour later you have to come clean and, and they feel a bit stupid. Yeah, it's so true. It's such a delicate and, yeah. and fine you're line. Yeah, managing people all the time. You know, you're kind of like sitting there thinking, oh, God, better tell them, better tell them. And then, you know, when they when they eventually, when you do tell them, then you have to manage how they, oh, don't worry, no, don't worry about it. No, it's fine. You know, it's a constant <laughs> kind of management of other people's reaction to you as well, which is quite funny. Yeah, I kind of, it was funny. I think I... I mostly feared coming out to my closest group of yeah. straight girlfriends. Yes, yeah, um, I can totally appreciate why that is. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it wasn't so much as, oh my God, they're going to think so differently of me because obviously I didn't fit in to begin with. Like yeah. I, I wasn't about doing the teas and the lunches and, and picking out my outfit to go, you know, uh, meet for drinks. And I mean, I was basically in jeans and my yeah. ex-husband's sweatshirt and a baseball hat. So I never normally fit in with them. So I didn't <laughs> think that coming out was going to be a huge shock, but my yeah. fear was that they would think that I was somehow attracted to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did, I did actually have one friend, um, one of my closest friends who her reaction was so damn funny because the first thing she said was, you know, my, th- what I feared the most was, have you ever been attracted to me? Uh, and then I and I was like, Oh God, no! Oh no, Debbie, God, no! no I, not yet, no. Yeah, then it makes no. sense. It sounds like God, no, I, not you. You're, you're yeah. not at all attractive. I was like, <laughs> I think of you as a sister, and and I would never. And she took a slug of wine and she paused for a minute, and then she was like, "It's my big fat thighs, right?" Oh no! Yeah, it was hilarious, but it was. I mean, it was really funny, and it so broke the tension because it was. Yeah. Um, it was just that that moment of so uh, funny. yeah, but um, it is. I, I, I guess the the great thing about what you're doing is not only are you writing about it from from your perspective and and a humorous perspective, but it's also so observational because it really is about other people's reactions to yeah, things. Yeah, well, that's what fascinates me. You know, that's, yeah. that's I think for me, it's like it's not the it's not. Um, I think other people are very good at you know at highlighting the issues and the, and the things that are going on that really are do matter and I think what I I try to focus on is just the dynamics the sort of social dynamics of it which it doesn't even you don't even appreciate it a lot of the time if you're not gay I don't think my friends read this stuff and they're like really you know (laughs) really that happens people ask you that or that happens when you go to the green grocery or that happens when you go to the bank or whatever else and you're like yeah I think it's the little things that people don't realize and and there's so much in that in those interactions I think that I just it just it fascinates me. It really does. It's great. One of the one of the columns I think um, that was one of my favorites was when were you visiting your your uh, partner's parents? Yeah. Or your, 
Oh, God, that was that was so good. Which one was that? The one where they, uh, there was a couple I wrote when I was visiting them, I think. One about the cat when they used to put the litter trays in the in the bathroom next to the bed. Next that was a bedroom. good one. And there was a or the one where I called, we were talking about Slutty Island. You know that episode of Housewives, where they all, Housewives of New York, they all go to Slutty Island, and I and I'd inferred that she was slutty in front of them, which is not ideal, really. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, and it, again, it's that social awkwardness, um, you know, of first of all, being in front of, uh, you know, parents, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's how like one moment can throw off a whole. Oh yeah, totally. Because evening. they don't want to think about it in that way. I think they're quite happy to think you're sort of chums, you know, yeah. <laughs> friends in the gym yeah. or like, you know, just they, that, that's how they kind of want to see it. I think so when there's any sort of inference that there's more to it, it's a bit horrifying and everybody's a bit. Rrr. Yeah. It's so, it really puts they're the brakes on. Moment, you know, yep. just like, <laughs> it's so um, fun. So you started off kind of um, writing uh, a blog, basically. Yeah, well, I, it was, I, don't know, I don't know what prompted it, really. I think at one point I just thought, you know what, I have got to get better at handling these things. It was like talking to my friends about people I fancied or not really. Um, get, I just couldn't express myself um, very well. And so I think it's my ex-girlfriend at the time said, why don't you write, you know, you, I used to do some writing, so why don't you start a blog or write it down or something? And that was quite good because it was really anonymous. I was was saying the other day, I mean, it's traffic was basically me and I think actually my old boss at the time who was, you know, quite fascinated by the whole thing. Of course. Uh, So there's like literally the two of us probably reading that blog. And so it was quite quite easy in that way because I could just write, you know, stupid things about how I felt about being a rubbish lesbian and feel a bit more out, although it wasn't, you know. Um, And then, uh, yeah, after that, I just, I I sort of, one day I was thinking of sitting in my kitchen and I thought, oh, I just, I think I want to do more with it, you know, so I I sent this email off to Jane and and she offered me a column, which was amazing, so then I started to do that, which was good because I kind of needed to know if I was alone or not alone, and I've since then had a lot of people say, no, that's how I feel, I I can totally identify with that cringeworthy moment because we all feel like that, so that was quite good, it kind of fed it a bit, I think if it had just been me, it would have you know, carried on being just me hiding in my bedroom doing it. It's so, uh, and what a great forum though, um, Diva Magazine, to have a, yeah, to have that yeah. column because that, that reaches so many people and such a diverse group of girls. So, I it, think that's right because it's, it's, it's just one bit in there that appeals to people who aren't quite as confident and, you know, who, and there's a lot of other stuff in there. So I think it, it, it is a difficult magazine to, to edit, I'm sure, for Jane because there's so many different, you know, it, it, you couldn't have like a lesbian magazine. It's like having a women's magazine. It's, it's kind of everybody's interests are so varied. So it's yeah. it's just one of a number of things in there that appeal to different, yeah, as you say, different people. And it's and it and it also um, what I find is so great about it is when you do have that moment that you know I've got enough columns here that I could publish a book. <laughs> yeah, you know they're all right there and and they're right at your fingertips and you you know that there is an audience out there for it. So it really is a natural progression. I hope so. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it became a bit of a passion, actually. I always wanted to write something, and then it was just, I wanted to write on this topic. And I had an agent on another book, and I had mentioned wanting to do this. And, and he said, it's very funny, but it's too niche. It's far too niche. Really? Um, and I thought, well, yeah, no, I'm absolutely sure for commercial publishing, but there's still people that, you know, I, when I was coming out, I would have really appreciated something with a bit, you know, gentle sort of humor and, and acknowledging all those things that are fears and insecurities and stuff that we all have. You know, that, I think that's the, the major thing for me is to, to make, to, it's not, you know, you're not alone if you've got those feelings. It's, it's 
very common. Right. And, and you know, the I- idea behind it um, is, yeah, there might be a niche, but I would like to tap into it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I think so. Absolutely. I think if people want to hear, you know, if I, I find it interesting from my perspective. When I, when I encounter these situations, it makes me laugh. And I used to tell my friends, you know, oh, God, this happened to me, you know, at, when I was on holiday or this happened and they'd be laughing and I'd think, oh, I'll write that down. And, and, um, and so I think as long as, it, as long as there's an audience for it, it you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm really, really happy that with, I'm so lucky, really, and I'm very happy with, uh, you know, the feedback that people have given me and kept me going, really, because otherwise if I hadn't had that, I probably would have thought, oh, God, it's just me, and, and it would have faded away. So, uh, it's, yeah, no, it's good, it's good that um, people seem to like it. Oh, definitely. I definitely, you know, it's funny because if you think of, um, some of the failed efforts of people, um, and I, you know, and I don't even mean this in a bad way, but, um, Sue Perkins show that was on BBC three, the premise was so good. Um, and there was so much more that could have been done that could have been done with it. And, you know, I, I watched it and I, you know, I, I might've like, <laughs> at a couple of parts, you know, but it wasn't like laugh out loud, funny where it could be with that. And sometimes I think the awkwardness goes just a little bit too far. And uh-huh. I don't like anything that makes me feel like uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And I think that's what I was getting from it, which is the complete opposite, you know, and I don't even know um, how to explain the difference, but you know, there, I think because you're, you're so quick to point out the humor in the situation, um, you know, with a little bit of sarcasm and really a, a, a lot of honesty. Uh-huh. Um, and that's I think what, that's really important. I mean, yeah. people you must be making this, you know, this up. Um, yeah. You know, things like, for example, the, the plugging my phone into the speaker system at Curry's to try the speakers <laughs> and out came this audio book that I downloaded that graphic seductions. And for ages, I didn't realize it was me. It was blasting through the store and people were like, you know, tittering in the audio while. And I was, I was there listening to this. But, and you know, it did happen. And so it, it, I think these things, these things happen all the time. You know, I'm sure that you can recount them. Other people have recounted them to me. I mean, a friend of mine told me fantastic one, a, a couple of stories, and I was, you know, tempted to, to make them my own because they're so funny. So I think they happen all the time. And, and you can always, you can always find the humor in those things. And, it, and it, yeah, that's good. Yeah, the level of the level of honesty, I think, is what makes I think it's it important. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the the like if you try and punch it up or you try and take it into a different direction, um, you know there is that chance that it's gonna it's gonna go overboard and it's gonna go from from awkward and humorous to awkward and uncomfortable, and that's you know you really nailed making it awkward and humorous, and I think that's you know that's such a credit. I mean, it really it really says oh, something. Fine. I mean, I do I do mostly feel awkward, so I think it's <laughs> just being able to express those feelings. I mean, the one that I've um, I did a, I've got a column out this month in Diva that just made us chuckle because it was basically about um, uh, having a having a sort of unidentified injury which we were calling the welt of loneliness on my belly button and showing my friends and they thinking it was some sort of sexual injury and actually it was from me filling the cat's hot water bottle <laughs> and um and you know that's the sort of thing that you're embarrassed to say because you think oh my god they think i'm crazy cat lady lesbian <laughs> cat lady you know and it'd be better to, to let them assume it was some sort of sexual injury that's so funny they uh, right automatically assume it goes right in that it, right yeah, in about exactly. <laughs> and if they really only dull, knew but quite funny There's... but yes there, there are loads of i think you, you know there are loads of um Every every day stuff happens that, yeah. that you could look at like that. I think. Yeah, and the, and the thing of it is, is um, I think um, people take it, it, there's there's two extremes that come with 
identifying as a lesbian and either people think that you are the crazy cat lady and that all you do is um, shag your your friends (laughs) or the complete opposite, that there's the lesbian lesbian, um, bed death myth that you're just companions. Yes. You know, so there's... Yeah, it's so funny because you're what you're doing is hitting like the right in the middle, <laughs> right in the middle where nobody seems to go, and that is we're extremely normal. Yes, we have pets. Yes, we have sex. Yes, we do you know projects around the house. Yes, we go out. Yeah, yes, exactly. We have a drink. It's all part, part and parcel, isn't it? Yeah, it's no That's different. Exactly that. It's so true. It's so true. But it's our life, and that's what I think that you are, you are, you're directly focusing on, and 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 people need something to identify with, and you've you really hit the hit the mark with it. And I think I think it's it's good to read stuff that's like that because you you know the news is always full of either horror stories uh-huh. or kind of awful tabloid stuff about you know the, the sort of lesbian gay lifestyle or um, and it's it's so skewed. It's so rare to read read something or see something on TV where it's just incidental. It's just, you know, it's not it's not a huge driver of anything. And I think that's that's what I'd like to do is just write it from that perspective. I mean, I think a lot of the situations and the things I describe would be, would be um, you know, true for a lot of my straight friends, the awkward, you know, awkward situations you get in. It it's, happens to all of us, really. Oh, definitely, yeah. Do you, do you ever, do you worry... Um now that you've got this compilation, you've got this compilation that's out on Kindle yeah. and you've got this successful column in Diva. Is there ever a fear that, okay, I am a pretty good lesbian now and I don't need to write about this anymore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the time. You know, I, talk, I was talking to Jane about it a while ago and um, she was saying, oh no, but you are the rubbish lesbian, you know, that's what you do. And I was like, yeah, but I'm actually becoming less rubbish in the whole process of having done it. It's almost like a project. Yeah. Um, but then there are always going to be rubbish moments. You know, I had a couple last week, and um, I seem to be able to find enough every month to write the column. And if it feels like it's becoming laboured, then I would stop doing it. You know, it's probably yeah. run its course then in that case. Yeah, but I don't really see that happening too soon. I just, um, I know, just from everyday everyday life, there's always something. Yeah, you know. there's always going to be someone that makes assumptions about you, and there's always going to be that moment where you have to decide how to handle it. I think that's what, that's basically what I... Yeah. Do you, stuff, really. do you find um, that sometimes um, like an awkward moment will come from something that's just absolutely not even gay? Yeah. 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 Lots of things. Lots, lots of things do. Um, trying to think of an example recently. Um, I do have lot. I mean, that's the other thing is that, that some of the things I've done recently haven't always been absolutely centered around, you know, it doesn't happen. It wouldn't necessarily matter if it was gay or not, but a, right. lot, a lot of the stuff is because it is that social awkwardness, you know, there's social situations, but sometimes it is just general awkwardness, which happens to me all the time. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, um, I find that, like, because, like, everybody has, like, a weird personality quirk, like, maybe you're that person that, um, when yeah, you, when so you that, see... That definitely is me. I mean, if you ask, I think if you ask my straight friends to, to remove the, the, the gay element from what I do, they would absolutely recognize it as, as me and having these insecurities anyway and these kind of awkward moments and um you know they'd be able to recount lots from my whole life that isn't you know that isn't actually related right. to that but in this case i i just i just sort of chose to write about these things because I, I find them most interesting i don't i think it's just um 
do find, you know, going to a party and somebody says, you you know, end up having to tell somebody you're a lesbian and then they want to tell you about the other lesbian that they've met once but not yeah. very well uh, in an effort to make you feel better about it. Yeah. But actually it's quite boring for you to stand there and listen to them talk about this lesbian that they don't even know very well for 20 minutes. And I think that's the sort of thing that I, you know, I just find it really funny. It is. It's so true. It's like, it's all in like, oh, I can relate to you, just yeah, so you know. I can relate to you because my accountant, who I... I had about three years ago. I think she was a lesbian. She was very nice. That's what they'll say as well. She was very nice. Very nice. Yeah, you know, exactly. And you're like, thanks. That's great. You know, it's like they, it's just really funny. That sort of stuff just makes me laugh. I think it's um, brilliant. Did you ever, at any point, um, like you, like you've said, most people don't, you know, look at you and right off the bat know that you're a lesbian. No. Did you ever think at some point that you would uh, cut your hair short and start dressing differently or? you know, trying to do something differently to give them a big, broad hint so you wouldn't have to deal uh, with well, it? Well, yeah, you see, there is that, and I think that's, that's true of a lot of people. I think there are enough hints that people want to know, you know, without me actually saying it, but um, no, I don't, because this is who I am. You know, I would I would be I would be doing that for different... I want to be myself, really. Right. Um, and so to, to do any of those things... I mean, I, I'm not super, super girly, you know, there's, no. there's definitely not... Um, but I think people have such an idea in their mind about what they think a lesbian is. Yes. You know, yes. and it's, you know, and I think, you know, to be fair, a lot of people think it's definitely short hair. It's quite aggressive, non-makeup wearing, man-hating, DIY-doing yeah, type of person. And I think it, it so you don't, you, you don't have, you only have to, you know, for me, I think, God, it must be obvious. I'm definitely not girly. I, you know, the way I dress and the jewelry that I wear and things like that, if that's fair to say. But I think, mm-hmm. um, it's because I don't measure up to that, you know, ridiculous kind of exaggerated stereotype that people think it. Um, and in the past, I, you know, I did have, I, I, there's, a, there's a, a column in the book about when I met with my mum in Australia and I ended up having, by accident, a lesbian haircut because I, I went to, a, <laughs> I went to a, like a $10 haircut. Um, <laughs> shop and it, well, I didn't go in there to get a lesbian haircut but they just gave me a bloke's haircut well it was ten dollars I mean and um, <laughs> you know everyone was horrified I didn't particularly like it I didn't go in for that I wasn't trying to yell I'm a lesbian with this haircut it was just a cheap haircut and my mum was absolutely horrified when she saw it and thought it was obviously a, you know sort of cry for help a statement um, yeah. and it was odd it was just really odd <laughs> and it, was, it didn't really feel like me so um, I don't think no I, don't, I think everybody should just be look and be however they want to be and you know it's 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 annoying i think people i have noticed that people well i don't know if that's true but i think people uh, you know my age in business i notice make less assumptions so i they don't they're not as quick to say oh how's it what does your boyfriend think about that it's it is it's rare hopefully it will become rarer and um then i think it's and you know anybody should be able to, to be who they are really yeah well, you should like it, you, know, no, but, but you know what I mean? I think, I think you can't, you shouldn't have to conform to anything or, or you know, think you have to look a certain way. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, there, especially in business, you know, in a meeting in business at work, you know, it's not even something um, that's relevant to, to why you're there for those eight hours. So it no, really exactly. isn't anybody's business. And it's not a hiding thing. It's just, you know, this has nothing to do with um case management this has nothing to do with being a nurse this has yeah, nothing to no, do with being you exactly. know it's like it, it it really is pretty funny but you know then again when you're at like i find some of the funniest moments are really at home you know with my wife you know the fact that that uh that neither of us is really 
great with DIY projects. Yeah. And, you know, we're very different um, in the way we are with our pets. Like, you know, she's she's the disciplinarian and she's oh, the one that will she'll spray the cat with, you know, with, hey, with the water bottle if it's thing. in the Christmas tree. I'm the one that's feeding the cat off oh, my plate, yeah. you know, rewarding it for doing something stupid. And so we're very different. And then we'll look at each other and be like, we can never have kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I think, you know, that's the thing. It's like in every relationship, there's a dynamic. It's not it's not gender roles or roles specifically like that. I think it's just some people are better at some things than others. And oh, some definitely. Are, you know, and that's what makes it all work. Yeah. It is. It's very. It's very fun. So my other my my other question is: Does your partner mind sometimes starring in your columns? Um, well, no. I think I I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I, I I do run them by her. I mean, very I good. Smart. Out. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was, but I think equally. Um, yeah, no, nothing too personal. I think there are some things that are quite personal, but they're often personal about me. I, I don't, I don't think I would. I probably have done a few naughty sort of personal things about people. Yeah, I've gotten... I, I, no, I would like. They, I would ask them if that was okay. Yeah, that's if, pretty much unless, good. unless I thought it was, you know, and I would, I would actually change it unless, unless we, but we would talk about it if it was really funny and I felt it needed to be kept the same way. We, we'd discuss it. Yeah, my wife is a little bit like uh, she always goes, "Oh my God, you hit publish before checking with me." <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I know, but I am checking with you now, and I can't edit it. But just, just this is what I want it to look like, and you let me know if it's yeah. too much, you know? Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. I think there are some, I mean, there are some things where you, you, do, you need it to, you need it needs to be, you need to give a bit of yourself in terms of the personal aspects of it. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and even though it's a bit cringy, I think as long as it's funny, people will sort of people will go, "God, yeah, I think that or that." If it's not funny and you're putting something personal out there, then it's a different matter. I think you have to choose how you do it. Yeah, I it think is. It, it has to hit that sort of that thing of like make it. Otherwise, there's one or two that I did I did do, and um, it was my ex at the time wasn't that wasn't that happy with them but she you know to her credit said no go ahead and do it and other, and some other people I met were like oh, I can't believe you did that or you wrote that and stuff yeah. and it, you know but I think there are also things that we need to acknowledge you know part of what you were saying it's it's the whole kind of lifestyle thing yeah and it, it go, does go back to, to yeah. just an honesty thing like exactly. I think everybody's clear that no you know you, we're not here to hurt, hurt anybody you know <laughs> I think if you have a if you have a funny thought you know and it just, that's how it starts, with a thought yeah. that makes you smile or something. Right. You know, like sausages and cock gags and stuff like that. <laughs> then you want to be able to explore that and just think, God, what made me think What made me think that? And is that, how does that work with, you know, the fact I'm a lesbian and blah, blah, blah. And just be able to explore it and have a bit of fun with it and, and keep it at that level, you know. Yeah, yeah. And at this, and at this day and age, do you find that... Um, do you have to write a lot of things down or is it just like, oh man, there's no way I'll forget this because it was that funny? I do, I do write, I do still write it all down actually in a notebook. Yeah. Um, just because it's, at the time you, you have, you know, you might have a, a very simple thought that you want to capture and, and after the event, even though you'd remember it, you might forget that. Yeah. Or forget exactly the sort of, uh, the way that you wanted the whole thing to pan out. So it, w- it will be a thought, but it will be connected generally. Often a very small thing connected to a bigger theme. Right. You know, if that makes sense. Right. But yeah, yeah, like I noticed when I was younger, I never had to do that, and now that I'm older, no, I do all the time. I have to yeah. write everything down. Yeah. I'm so forgetful. It, 
infuriates me how forgetful I am actually. That's funny. So, so, um, what do you? How do you feel about the the reaction to the to the book? Because it's it, basically it's it's available on Kindle. Yes, it's available as a download, and it's got it's so it's got about eighty columns in it. Um, I got Harriet. I was very lucky. Harriet Braun, the creator of Lip Service, she did uh, very kindly agree to do the foreword for me, which I was really chuffed about. That how did really that great. work out? Was she a fan, or do you know her? Yeah, we're friends. Um, and um, but it's a bit awkward asking somebody in case because I never actually asked her if she even liked it, and then you know, <laughs> then I'm asking her to do this, and she did, which is fantastic. And she always sort of says she's a rubbish lesbian too, which is, I find quite funny. And then um, so it's got that, and then it's it's about eighty columns, which I've kind of written since about two thousand and ten to most recently, and then I kind of ordered them into sections and it's quite funny to see some of the old ones and I think god I was really rubbish then <laughs> uh, and then some of the news but I haven't really changed them and I've kind of introduced them a bit to give them a bit of context um, oh, great. and then there's a few new ones in there as well because it's obviously uh, more interesting to see some new stuff so. that's excellent so the the book is actually called it's called The Rubbish Lesbian that's right. yeah um, and, and it's uh, yeah downloadable it's, on Kindle. It's downloadable on Kindle, and we can still catch your column in Diva yeah, Magazine the, Monthly. the column's still a monthly column in Diva. Um, I used to do a weekly one online, but I, um, it just, I was doing too much in the end, so I now do a monthly one, which is still in the magazine. Um, yeah, and and then I've chosen the sort of ones that I most like to go into this book. That's excellent. I'm so happy for you, because like I said, I've always been a fan, and I love it, and I love... Now, and I'm guessing that um, most of your 80 are going to be favorites. Like I know already that I'm going to have, a, you know, a good chunk of my favorites in this book. So I I'm hope really, so. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I mean, yeah, they're mostly, the, I've only left out the ones that I, I sort of wasn't that keen on. As I thought the subject matter wasn't, didn't hold up or it wasn't as funny. So I've, I've kind of edited it, spent quite a lot of time editing them and working out which ones I think I like. And, and actually making it trying to get them to tell a story you know just the way that it kind of the whole thing pans out so it goes it starts with sex because i've said in the in the book that that's where that's what everybody's mind jumps to when you say you're a lesbian so you may as well start there and then work backwards with you know relationships and families and uh, family dynamics and all those other kind of work things and lots of other things really yeah you boy that's you you know your audience well (laughs) exactly yeah Oh, that's terrific! I wish you the the best of luck with this, and I'm and I'm so um, looking forward to curling up with it, and uh, and and having um, a cup of tea and and a laugh because that's really what it's all about. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I hope so. And I'm I'm so appreciative. Thank you so much for all your support. You've been really supportive, and I've I have noted that often in, on Twitter, and I'm you know really very grateful for that. You are so very welcome, Sarah Westwood. You guys uh, drinking a chat. She has a new book downloadable on Kindle called The Rubbish Lesbian, and also you know her column, The Rubbish Lesbian, from Diva Magazine. So thank you, Sarah.